Oh my god, what am I doing? Hello, hello, hello. Hi, my name is Desiree. Welcome to my channel, Just Thinking Out Loud. I hope that you are well. So immigration is a hot topic. I am a person that comes from a country where many people immigrate. I thought that I could share some of my thoughts on it. The first thing that I want to say about it is that not everybody is the same. There are dangerous people in the world and there are people who want to do you harm. You don't want to lump them in with everybody else because there are also people who are nice. There are nice people and there are bad people in every part of the world. This is basic. Who you think of as nice and who you think of as normal and who people that you are used to, they're not the same somewhere else. For example, I really thought I could give some personal experiences here. When I went upstate, I was shocked. <laughs> in a good way, I was actually shocked. I'm not just saying this as like a literary device at how people could leave their doors unlocked, their house doors and their car doors and not worry about people coming in and like taking things. Shock, shock, shocking. <laughs> shocking to me because I could never do that and I'm gonna give you some examples my family we are not well off in Jamaica but we are not not well off either we are in between and we had our car stolen three times we had attempts to steal it like five times one night we even woke up to the car burning on fire because I don't know what they were trying to do we had our water tank stolen um, we had it, an attempt to have it stolen another time and they ended up breaking it. A water tank. Really, somebody would go out of their way to steal a water tank. When you have things in certain places, like where I'm from, you have to lock it up. And it's not the same everywhere else. And this is not everybody. The things I'm trying to say, it's not everybody. For example, obviously me and my family, lots of other people I know, and I don't necessarily think it's across poverty lines either because my mother used to tell me she grew up very poor and we used to travel back there a lot and it is dangerous now, but she said that they used to leave their doors unlocked. And I know she could be sort of, you know, thinking of the good old days and giving me an idealistic picture of it, but on her words, she said it was very different and people used to leave their doors unlocked, but now nobody can really do that anymore. But it used to be that way. So I don't think it has to do with poverty. My uh, older brother got held up taking public transportation. I think it was at knife point. He was like 14 at the time. So it's not like he was this big grown man. I, I assume that the experience was terrifying for him. And I'm sure it happens to lots of other people. And you know, he also had his wallet stolen downtown. My younger brother saw a girl, a school girl, just shot and killed by a drive-by shooting. And I'm pointing these things up because these are mild things because of our position in society. You know, we're not like in inner city or something. And these are things that I think a lot of people that I met here would be like, what? What? <laughs> like, you know? One night there was a persistent noise at my window and I was so afraid of it. So my dad slept in my room with me with, and we both held knives in our hands because we couldn't afford a security system and we weren't sure what was going on. Or I'm just going to the hardware store with my father's car. I don't have my own car in Jamaica. And uh, some guy walks up to me and says, a big woman like you, Moa, breathe, you know. 
Those are things that I don't hear except for in the place I'm from. Even when I'm in like Jamaican places, it's not, it's not that bad. And you know, all of my friends have stories that are similar to that. And I come from a place where I'm walking down the street and I'll hear something like, yeah, I'm gonna suck off that wrist thing. That's like one of the most defining moments of my life. I was, um, I think I was 14 at the time and I was wearing my school uniform. I was going to Wendy's to get myself some food after school. It wasn't that far away. And it was a kid. It was like an 11 year old kid with a windshield wiper, you know, one of the kids that wipe your glass, saying that to me. And I'm just like, first of all, I didn't say anything. I was sort of like, ugh, <laughs> you know, because I didn't really know how to react to it. And, um, but thinking about that, he was a kid. Like, where did he get that from? That comes from somewhere. You think he's just gonna abandon that if you like remove him and take him somewhere else? And you know, you could say he's not the kind of person who is likely to come over because he doesn't have the money. But when you have things like welfare, which immigrants use up more off, illegal immigrants use more off in particular, and immigrants in general use more off, you make it easier for somebody like that to come into your, your country. And you know, I'm not trying to like shame this guy, but I can objectively say that there are certain elements from within a culture that you don't want to replicate in your society. And it's a reason why many people leave those cultures in the first place. I think those are those things are a part of the culture that you come from. So I don't think people realize that these people are different from you and they will create a different society. And I'm not saying that they can't change or they might be able to blend in over time. I do think that's possible, but I don't think it's gonna happen if they can just retain their culture. And I guess the point I'm trying to make is from the point of view of the host country, I completely get that. Even as someone myself thinking, well, I want access to this opportunity, but I completely understand if somebody else wants to say no. And I think that is that is their right to do that. Because if I'm in my own country, or if this country becomes my country, then I would want to be able to have some sort of control, especially because it is taken from my pocket. You know, there's lots of free land, but the whole story of immigration changes when people can just get benefits from society just by being there, basically. And that is, that's also why it's different from the immigration that was going on. In the past, a lot of people are like, oh yeah, well, you know, this is the land of immigrants and that may be true, but it does not work the same way when the welfare state is involved. I know where I'm coming from and I know that not everybody is nice and I know that it's not everybody that you would want to bring into, into your society. And I do think that people can bring that with them and if they're allowed to not assimilate into the greater culture, then there's an even higher chance of that happening. Another important thing is if you want people to integrate into your society, then the same standards have to apply the same standards have to apply to them. And the first standard is the rule of law. To me, this is really obvious. That's the first standard. I'm sorry, but not everybody is the same. You have to discriminate between them. I think it's great that you want to help people. I think it would be even better if you actually help them yourself. So when you want to, you know, create change in society, you feel the immediate effects and not just outsource it to others through money or through location of where those people end up going. There are different societies out there that you probably, you can't think of it in your head because that's not what you're used to. Maybe just abstractly, but it's not the same as having experienced it. So you know what it's like and you know where it comes from and you know that you don't want that around you. And it's not the land, it's not the trees, it's not the dirt on the ground that's doing these things that make it a place other people don't want to be in. It's the people who are doing it. And it's not just because 
they're being oppressed, etc. I think that everybody has a choice and that there are people who grow up in abject poverty and move out of that and don't do the same thing. I do think some sympathy is important for people's struggle, but it doesn't matter to the topic about immigration because you still don't want to create that in your society. It's not the air, it's not the birds, it's not the water, it's not the ground, it's not the trees, it's the people who do these things. And it's the people that you are bringing in. And like I keep saying, it's not everybody. It is not everybody. I wouldn't even say it's the majority of people. You only need a certain amount for it to become a certain way. And then if you're afraid of applying the law equally, because you're afraid of, you know, one group being represented more rather than just keeping society safe, which should be the, the goal, then I'm not sure why you would be so interested in bringing lots of people in without first discriminating between them. So those are just my primary thoughts. I just wanted to, you know, share some of my experiences and why I, I get the debate that's happening and I, you know, I think that illegal immigration is a problem. To me, it's like so obvious. And if you want to help people, then just do it the right way. Subscribe, leave a comment. Consider supporting me and I will talk to you soon. Have a great day. Goodbye.